go. All right. Merhaba. Hoş geldin. Uh, since we're double recording today. I know. <laughs> we it, have feels it feels yeah. weird. Yeah. So I guess I'll say I'm Kristen. And I'm Ashley. And welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. That's right. We are about to cover volume 23 and there's not even any housekeeping because I covered it all in 22. Yep. And since we're recording them on the same day. So we can just go into I, the yeah, summary and the hashtag. Dive right in. So uh, the hashtag for episode 23 was Sana Ashim, which means I am in love with you. Oh. I probably mispronounced that a little bit. It has that G with the hook oh. over it in the second word, but anyhow, here we go. Summary is, this one was really short. It just says, will John and Sanem's relationship be revealed? Sanem, who is finally back together with John, wants to keep quiet about it until she's ready to tell her family, which won't be easy. Rumors about the agency are running amok, not only in the agency, but in the Mahale, forcing Sanem in a weird position where she lies to her family. Knowing about this lie, Eileen takes action and starts putting her treacherous plan into action. Oh. Which is funny. I didn't really feel like this summarized the episode that well because this is actually a really good John M. episode. Yeah. Like. A really good one. A really good one. We yeah. get so many good moments. I, yes. I, I took like 280 screenshots or something oh my last gosh. night. <laughs> and I only took like 20 for 20, for 22. I didn't take many at all. But for 23, I had like so many because there's so many times where they're saying things or there's a conversation happening and i'm like oh we need to we need to catch this yep so anyhow i didn't mind that this was the second one to watch it was almost like the reward for having to watch two episodes in a row yes. and take notes yeah it was it was a really cute episode so i yeah because i was like man when we have to do doubles like this not that obviously we love watching the show or we wouldn't be doing this podcast. But it can feel like work. But it feels like bit. work sometimes because mm-hmm. you, you can't just watch it and enjoy it. You have to pay attention to things and take notes. <laughs> uh-huh. So it takes like an extra half hour to 45 minutes on top of the two the and a half hours that you're watching the episode. So it's like three hours to get through an episode. But this one didn't really feel like that much work. Nope. It was so good. So many good moments. <laughs> Uh, so do you want to talk about the opening scene? Yeah, well, we get the whole thing again. Mm-hmm. We get no and more the- Arkadash, only lovers. Hallelujah. Yeah, I put, we finally took the Lover Street exit off of Arkadash Highway. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so um, we, yeah, we get the entire scene mm-hmm. plus an extra kiss. Yes. Because she kisses him back. She grabs him and kisses him back. After, it's like once his words sink in. Yeah. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and she grabs his face. Yeah. Which I think this is the first time, because I notice anytime he kisses her, she, and I, you know, I don't know if this is just a character thing or what, but her hands are like almost always like at her side or behind her back. Like, yeah, she's not as active of a participant with other than her lips. Right. And so just the fact that she like grabs his face uh-huh. and pulls it to her and kisses him. This is like the first time I think we really see her take the initiative. Yes. And I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really good. Um, so she tells him, we can be lovers. We will be very, and he says, very good lovers. <laughs> <laughs> but she says, I think before we go any further, um, well, oh, he I actually, he's to. the one who says, before we go any further, like, we should get back to the party. Almost like he doesn't trust himself to be out there alone with her. Right. And I wrote, what did you have in mind, John Bay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But she doesn't want to go inside. That's right. She says, but going in there holding hands, it won't be right. And he's like, why is that? She said, well, because for me, for us, everything is so new. And he says, well, you make my head spin and that's nothing new. (laughs) (laughs) So she says, John, we really can't. We'll draw too much attention. Mm -hmm. I feel very shy. I already had all the stuff spilled over me. I don't feel good at all. So John says, all right, let's say that I'll go in there. I'll say goodbye to everybody. And then I'll meet you at my car. All right. (laughs) And she says, okay. Uh, So they make the deal and that's what they decide to do. Yes. And I love that John just walks in and is like, sorry, I can't make this after party with my idol. I have something important. Mm -hmm. He has no problem blowing off his photography idol. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, sorry, something very important came up. It's urgent. And then. Gomze's like, well, if it's that urgent, we should come with you. First of all, why? You don't work for the company. Yeah. He did not say it was an urgent matter regarding your company. Nope. So that just was like, are you freaking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, it doesn't concern you. I just need to take care of it. And he's like, get me the heck out of here. Yeah. He nopes on out. And then um, I wrote, sorry, Jada, can't come. Important matter. Goodbye. <laughs> yep. And then. Yeah. So she throws a fit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But we get John M. quality time. We do. Um, well, does this happen before or after? Basically, it's decided that Emery will drive Layla home because now she's stranded there. It's after because okay. uh, Sanem uses John's phone to call Layla. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Because she's like, oh, crap, my phone. Layla has it. Okay. And he's like, oh, just use my phone to call her and explain. Okay. So Layla covers for her okay. after she calls her. And then, then Emre offers to take her home. Okay. And Eileen sees, of course. Of course. She's not happy. And then we go back to the truck. Now the two of them are having a conversation. That's right. Truck. Yep. And, <laughs> and he <laughs> – gosh, I, we get four truck conver- – I wrote truck conversation part one, truck conversation part two. We uh-huh. get four conversations in the truck throughout the episode. So this is the first one. Uh, it says, is everything all right? And he says – it's all right, but I wish I wish you didn't say John is driving me home. And she goes, oh, you don't want to? And he says, no, I just, I thought maybe we could go somewhere else. That's why. <laughs> Sweet, innocent son of. It's like, somewhere else? At this hour? Like he, where? Like where? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, my place was an option. And she's like, home? After bedtime? <laughs> and he goes, why not? And she says, I don't know. What will we do at a home after bedtime? Uh-huh. And he goes, um, I mean, we could go to bed together. I could caress your hair until you fall asleep. Then slowly, I could get up trying not to disturb you. But of course, before that, I would, I'd inhale your incredible scent to have it accompany me in my dreams. That kind of thing. And I and she says, oh, and I was thinking, you know, we could eat some toasts and watch a movie. And I love his answer because he says, well, we would do that. No doubt. You wouldn't you didn't even have to tell me that. Uh-huh. Like, that's a given. Of course, I'd feed you. <laughs> and she says, I see. <laughs> and then they try and she's, yeah, this understanding dawns on her and she's like, oh, I see. Well, shall we go? And then, you know, they the truck takes off and we get this. I almost didn't screenshot this, but then I thought, you know, uh, the Duran Eileen conversation. Right. Because she's really getting into Duran's head. 
Yeah, that's all she's trying to do. And I don't like it because she's like, basically, of course, um, you know, it's such an important, this is Eileen, it's such an important day for our agency. And she's like, why are you frowning, Duran? And Duran's like, why do you care? And stop referring to it as our agency. You'll get used to it. And then you'll accidentally say that somewhere else. And it's not your agency. Uh-huh. And she's like, Eileen's like, well, yeah, you have a point. After what happened to you. And she's like, what do you mean what happened to me? And she says, you fell from grace, baby. <laughs> and she says, after I left, the agency was in your hands. But then, whoops, Son M came and the fun was over. Mm-hmm. And Duran's like, what are you trying to say? And Eileen's like, well, I think John's new coordinator, Son M, she's coming over us like thunder, Duran. I mean, for you, getting your marching orders is quite possible. And she says, I'm Fikri Hariko's creative director. This is Duran. Sanem is just a tea girl. And the new intern. That's all. So stop dreaming. And Eileen's quick to point out, and a coordinator. And a presenter. And she's like, they love each other, Duran. Don't you see? And I mean, this is where I have to give Eileen credit. Like, she clearly knows how to see into things that other people don't. Because yeah. it's not that hard to see that those two are crazy about not each other. Not at all. Obviously, Eileen's trying to use it to her advantage, but right. still. And she says, and I thought that you were a smart woman, Duran. I think this love will crush your plans like a bulldozer. So she's basically, she goes on and on, but she's basically just trying to plant it in Duran's head like Sonem's going to replace you because John loves her, you know, just to scare Duran into probably doing something rash or try to at least get Duran kind of on her side. Right. Something, you know, and to Duran's credit, she eventually is like, you're just trying to get into my head. I'm nothing like you. I'm not you. I'm out of here. Like, yes. And walks away. Uh, but later it does – the conversation does occur to Duran again later. And right. I'm like, no, Duran, Obviously don't. it got to her. Right. Don't listen to that monster. Yeah. Uh, then we get truck conversation part two. Did you get this? Yes. Because <laughs> now they're at now they're at the Iden's house and he's about to drop her off. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Melly Hot. Melly Hot ends up watching from the window with her big old bag of seeds. Yeah, but I didn't even I didn't even write anything about her because she I don't care about her. No, but this conversation is oh my god! All right, let's see. So good, it's so good. I have to figure out which because they're in the same outfit and they're in the right. truck, so I have to figure out where one. It should part. start where she says I should probably go. Yeah, she says so. I should probably go then. He says we were good like this. I think we're good here. <laughs> She says, we, yes. Oh, yes, we're very good. I think we're absolutely good. And he says, yes. And he grabs her hand and kisses, and kisses it. kisses it. <laughs> she says, but I need to go now. And he said, well, we can actually stay up all night out here. And she's like, what? <laughs> he says, then we can go to work together. I can bring you tea and simit in the morning, huh? She says, oh, lovely. But I need to go home. <laughs> He said, okay, then I have a condition if you want me to let you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this, oh, my gosh. This I'll part. take a really deep breath from your <laughs> neck because I'll need that, you know, until the morning. <laughs> she, she, she's just looking at him. My neck? Her, her eyes go, like, super wide. <laughs> he says, yes. And he gives her the biggest wolf sniff you've ever seen oh. in your life. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. He burrows I, into her neck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I couldn't even watch the scene. It's like, like it, you feel like you're intruding on a very oh my intimate gosh. moment. 
between oh my gosh. Dawn and Demet. And all he's doing is sniffing her. That's it. He literally is just taking a big old whiff. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I I thought I was gonna go into cardiac arrest <laughs> because it's it's too much. Oh it's my gosh. too much. I oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I realized this episode mm-hmm. that I think part of the reason that the scenes between the two of them mm-hmm. are so much mm-hmm. and you can feel every ounce of energy between uh-huh. the two of them. I mean, their chemistry is unbelievable as it is. Right. But I think something that really helps is John's body language mm-hmm. and the way that he is with her. Yeah. Like he's very tactile with her and he doesn't just do a scene like if they're by each other or if he's looking at her mm-hmm. or if they're in a conversation he is full on all in like leaning into her mm-hmm. he's wrapped around her he is got his whole face buried in her neck sniffing her uh-huh. and and I'm thinking that's probably like a Yaman thing. Well, that's what I was just going to ask. Like, I haven't watched either of his other DZs. Yeah, neither have I. So I'm curious for people who have. Granted, I know everyone – I'm not asking if his chemistry was the same as it is with Demet because we know it's not with his other right. co-stars. But I'm just talking his mannerisms. But yes, like are his man- – like does he have those same mannerisms in those shows or yeah. does that just more naturally happen here because it's Demet right. and her chemistry? Right. I'm curious. Yeah. Because so Dolune watchers, uh, Unadina Ash watchers, was he like this with his other co-stars? Yeah. It's just so unbelievably real. Uh-huh. It's so familiar. It's so – yeah. I'm like, no, they're married. Uh-huh. Like, that's the, the, that's the uh-huh. vibe that I get from the two of them. Yep. Or like, no, they've been dating for 25 right. or years. Or they've spent like, a ton of time together because he is just so familiar with her in uh-huh. ways that you just can't force into a script. It – yeah. Because it does – I, I I think maybe that's part of why everything that they do is so like, mm-hmm. <gasps> like can't breathe, uh-huh. got to hold my breath. This is too much for me uh-huh. to handle. Whew. So yeah, that was that was lovely. And mm-hmm. then she she has to go and um, <laughs> well, she realizes she's enjoying it, and there's people outside. Yeah, who could possibly see? Um, so she's. Anyway, he's like, oh, so I can't kiss you because we're in your neighborhood. And um, he's like, she's like, no, I, I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you so much. He's like, yeah, I want to kiss you so much as well. Mm-hmm. And she says, but it's impossible for us to do this in my neighborhood. You know, we're lovers. So he says, okay, so I'll come back tomorrow morning and I'll take you and we'll go to work together. Is that okay? So he says, I mean, she's like, well, how? He says, well, I mean, you're my girlfriend, right? We'll go together. She says, yes, I'm your girlfriend. And she's very close to saying yes. Uh But she says, but I go to work with my sister every morning. That's my routine. He's like, oh, your routine? I see. I see. So anyway, they kind of just finish up their Mm -hmm. conversation. And um, she explains she doesn't want the neighborhood gossiping about her. She doesn't want her mom to find out quite yet. They want to do it slowly. And they she wants him to give her a little bit of time so right then she very uh unsteadily walks up to her door because she's love struck but of course melly hot thinks she's drunk yeah. so has this whole picture painted in her head right busy body yeah 
So and then we get us a, a <laughs> discount, as you would say, dollar mm-hmm. store version of the same scene between uh-huh. Emra, Emra, <laughs> Emre and Layla. I see where you were trying with that. No, that was just well. No, I mean a it Freudian like, slip. Like, oh, it sounds like you were maybe saying Layla and also Emre, but yeah, I Emra. guess my yeah my brain. I don't know what happened. I did. I wrote so cringy. Yes, because I put Emre flirting is gag worthy. Th- well, this is an entirely uncomfortable scene to watch for a completely different reason. It is not because you feel like you're intruding on a sweet moment. No, but because it's, it's so awkward. It's so awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so awkward and uncomfortable when he's like. Oh, the most beautiful thing tonight was you. And I literally wrote DTFO, Emre. I like, I'm not even buying this. Yeah. Although Baran's laugh in the scene is pretty cute. Yes. I and do. I'm separating Baran from Emre. I agree. I agree. <laughs> we love Baran. Yes. We love Baran. And, and his I, la- his laugh when, when Emre, when, oh. When Layla is telling him about what happened with Sanem getting locked in and her, yes. he makes a little thing about her little legs dangling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cute. Okay, Brand, we love you, Brand. We do love you, Brand. I just hate Emre. But then he like leans in for this weird <gasps> goodnight. Because you could tell it was meant to start out as like one of those polite like cheek kiss goodnight things, you know? And I, uh, I also understand it was supposed to be a little bit awkward. Yes, awkward is fine. But you can still be cute and awkward, though. Yeah. This was not cute and awkward. No. This was just gross and awkward. Ugh. Especially because the two of them are supposed – they're supposed to be, like, these sparks flying when it happens, too. Uh-huh. But it doesn't feel like that at all. No. Um, So it's just – it's just – Cringy. Luckily, this scene lasts a fraction of the time that the yeah. John M one does. Yes. So she gets out of her car, although, again, Hot now sees Layla getting out yeah, of Emery's car. So put, obviously there's going to be Meliad as Mrs. Kravitz. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. There's just going to be gossip brewing. Yeah. And then we have, I wrote Dopey John and Son M as they're getting ready for bed, thinking about the events of the evening. Uh-huh. And then in the morning. I made a gif out of that bedhead John because his dopey, tired, <laughs> frazzled hair, but also these little hints of smiles as he's remembering what happened last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote bedhead John. Hello, mother. <laughs> And I put these two. Uh-huh. The yep, I wrote these two. <gasps> these two smiley, lovesick idiots while they're yep. getting ready for work. They're painstakingly picking out what they're wearing, I making love sure it. they're putting on their cologne and perfume. So cute. Oh yeah, love it. And then I wrote. Oh, then we get Psycho Eileen texting Emery. I'm out front. Come talk. Uh huh. And yeah. then we pan over to uh, Layla and Sanem's morning. But whatever, it's just yeah. The Iden interrogation and Nihat sticks his foot in his mouth again. Layla and Sanem are are like have each other's back, which is nice, right? Um, so yeah, yeah. All we get from that is Melihat and Nihat, or Melihat, Mevkabe and Nihat are still fighting. Yeah, and then uh, Eileen and Emery are now talking, and she basically is like, "Oh, I see you're having fun with your new toy," meaning Layla. Because yeah. she's not stupid. She can see, like, the glances and the mannerisms between the two well, of them. he's being very obvious, right. too. And he tells her, I have no feelings towards you anymore, except for business. Whatever, dude. Uh-huh. And then she's like, this is where I'm like, whoa. Uh-huh. Psycho, psycho. She's like, you don't decide that. <laughs> I do. Yeah. You don't decide your own feelings. Uh-huh. I decide them. Yep. And she says, and I'm not soft like you think. 
you may choke on me. Be careful. Yes. And I'm like, that's so creepy and ominous. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he laughs at her when she says that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, my gosh, she's, she's the- going to stab you right now. She's uh-huh. going to pull a knife out and stab you for yep. laughing at her. And then she's the kind who would definitely murder him six months in after taking out a life insurance policy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which probably that should have been her plan from the beginning. She'd get the money she needs without all the trouble yeah. of this agency stuff. But yeah, anyhow. while she had him enchanted. Exactly. Anyhow, so I just wrote, she continues on with her crazy. She still, she continues to say more crazy things. Yeah. And he's telling her, well, Layla sees the good in me, but you bring out only the evil. Which, you know, here's the thing about that too. Yes, I do. We, you do become the company that you keep. You just do. It's just a natural human thing to happen. However, it does not absolve your personal responsibility in it. It's no. not Layla's job to bring the good out in you. No, it's not. And it's not only Eileen's job, as terrible she is. She's she, she's not the only one to blame for her being the one who brings the evil out in you. Yep. It's your job he as was a- still making his own choices. Yes. It is your job as a grown-up to filter the toxic people out of your life who you realize, I'm not a good person when I am with this person. Yep. I, you know, or I do this or I'm influenced by this. You still have a personal responsibility in it. And he just complete. he's like absolving himself of that. And yeah. it bugs me. Yeah. It's not, Layla's not going to be the only thing that keeps you good. And since when are you blameless, Emery? Exactly. Why exactly. are you acting like Eileen is the only one who does bad things lately? Uh-huh. When you're the one that came up with the whole Fabry idea that had you involved, Eileen, but that was all your brainchild, bro. Yep. Yeah. So then he says, and then again, I wrote, there's a lot of what and ha huh right here in this next sentence because he says, John is my brother. Mm, I'm angry. Yes. I'm angry with him. Yes. And I wrote, <laughs> what? What are you angry with him about? He apologized. John, who didn't even really owe you an apology, apologized to you after your accident because basically uh-huh. he was like, I would not want things to end this way. I'm letting the past go. Let's start fresh. Uh-huh. All this stuff. So what are you still angry with him over? And again, I'm going to blame this on the writing. Yes. And then he writes, but I'll only take what is mine. And I wrote, again, what? Uh What is yours? What is yours that you need to take that is based on your anger towards him? Yeah. And then he says, without hurting my brother. And I wrote, huh? Yeah. Like, and how, and how is that going to happen without you hurting him? Yeah. And what is you trying to get Sanem to leave? How is that not Not hurting 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 your brother? Yes. So I'm like, what is it that you think is yours? Uh-huh. What are you still angry about John about? But clearly not angry enough that you supposedly don't want to hurt him. Right. Yeah. This, this just further solidifies me being glad that we asked the question about him that we did with episode 21. Like, yes. what the heck is his end game here? I'm so confused yeah. by him. Yep. It's so confusing. Yep. And then Eileen says some more crazy stuff and we get that scene ends. Yeah. That whole sentence there, I was like, what the heck? I yep. must be missing so something. So was I. It yep. makes no, no sense. No, it was very confusing. And then we have, then we pan over to, I wrote sister spill time because. Yes, they spill to each they other. They spill to each other. And Layla's actually really happy for Son M, which I'm glad. I know. I expected her to be like, he's, you know, kind of for her to project some more. Yeah. But she's like, I'm so happy for you. He's proven his love for you. You know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Layla spills about Emery, which is gross. But good for Son M not wanting to, like, She doesn't rain, rain on, on her, her parade. parade. Yeah. Even though she's got concerns. Yeah. And then I just wrote, they leave for work. Then we get gossipy Melahot. Yeah. I'll be about to stir the pot. Yep. 
And then as soon as Sun M walks into John's office, John starts applauding to her. And pouring on the praise. And pouring on the praise. And Duren's in there. So mm-hmm. this is all much to her chagrin. Yes. And then John promotes her to a scriptwriter. To a scriptwriter. Yep. And of course, Duren is like um, in full blown panic in mode. In full blown panic. <laughs> and then starts thinking about the things that Eileen said to her. Uh huh. Because Duren's thing to Eileen was like, she's just an intern and an errand girl, like chill. Well, yeah. now she's been promoted. Yeah. So now I think Duren sees more and more like she's moving up the ranks, like I could be in danger. Right. And I just wrote, don't let Eileen's words trick you, Duren. Like she's trying to get into your head. John has never done anything to make you, make it seem like you're not valuable there, that he doesn't depend on you. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, you know, he obviously gave some responsibilities to Sun M, but he's never... He's never done anything to make Duran feel useless. So it's like, no, on the contrary. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, don't let Eileen get into your head because, yeah, anyhow. Yep. So then. then More we- electric moments in the office. Did you get screenshots of this? Yes. Good. Because <laughs> this is so good. And I was really proud of her, actually. Of Sun M? Yeah. When, the way she leaves, the last thing she says. Because I'm like, good. Good for you. Don't just melt into his arms. He needs to know what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Duran leaves and he's like, so what, what are you doing? Because she's like super close to him. Uh-huh. And- she's like, what? He says, well, you know, now you're, you're looking at me like that. She says, how, how am I looking at you? He says, like, come on and kiss me. <laughs> she goes, oh, am I looking at you like that? He goes, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> And you, and you keep, keep doing, doing it. it. So she goes, why aren't you kissing me then? I love this so much. <laughs> I mean, aren't you my boyfriend? Or are you my boss? Are you John or or John Bay? <laughs> so he, he, he leans in a few times. <laughs> like, like he's like, well, I want to kiss her. So <laughs> I need to just kiss her. But every time he leans in, somebody walks by oh, and he, like, and he keeps looking back. to the door. <laughs> And she's just staring at him. She goes, won't you kiss kiss me? me? (laughs) He goes, it's not that I won't. I mean, and he goes, you know, you like it, don't you? Seeing me in a hard position like this. (laughs) I'm sure you are, Dombe. I almost peed myself last night when I saw that. I was like, oh no, oh no. They did that on purpose. He's in a difficult position. <laughs> Don't mind me just choking on my coffee. He says, <laughs> he says watching me suffer here. Yeah, we know something's turning blue. <laughs> he says you like this don't you and she goes i mean i didn't suffer any less when we started dating how until much we did started i dating yeah oh oh yeah until we started dating how much did i suffer for you mm-hmm. and then she walks away and i love it she just leaves <laughs> him there like think about that uh- <laughs> because she had to work in the proximity to him for several she, episodes. She did. After they. And he af- was being very mean to her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. 
Oh, <laughs> that I, was I forgot about that. Such part. a I, I mean I didn't forget, but like right, I was right, just right. so busy trying to get pictures of everything. Sometimes when I'm taking the sh- the screenshots, I'm not necessarily paying attention to the dialogue <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> right, right. So- I just really appreciate because obviously John is so good looking mm-hmm. and from the beginning, from his very first babe walk when she's like, Is this real life? Uh-huh. And um and everybody you know, thinks that he's beautiful. Everybody agrees on that. But I love the times when they show that he is just as affected by her yes. as she is by him. Yes. I love it. Me too. I absolutely love it. Because Demet has got some sexiness in her own she right. She does. Absolutely. And it's nice for them to be like, oh, yeah, well, this boy is weak in the knees right now. Uh-huh. He can't well, handle this, being close to her and not being able to kiss her. And, and for her to recognize it, too. Uh-huh. Because I think almost any other time up to this point, she hasn't rec- – like, Sun M mm. hasn't recognized it no. in herself. Like, yes, he's affected by her, but when she's not even trying. Sure. Which is also a great thing in mm-hmm. its own. But just the fact that she was using this situation to her advantage. Using her womanly wiles. Uh-huh. I was <laughs> here for it. So good. And then, of, and then of course, Doren's in her office now freaking out. Like, are they together? Are they this? She's thinking yes. about what Eileen said. The fact that John promoted her. How Sanem basically jumped and hugged him. Because she was like, oh, John, bae. And uh-huh. like, tries to play it off and then hugs Doren too. But Doren's suspicious. Right. She's thinking out loud. Ghoulies overhears. Yes. So now Ghoulies is like, oh my gosh, they're dating. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Starts spreading the word yes. like wildfire. And then Layla, I wrote side note, Layla's jacket is very Cruella DeVille. Yeah. And I okay. don't hate it. So she can pull off anything uh-huh. because she's tall and thin and beautiful. Right. But this whole outfit, I thought, again, it felt very like – Upper East Side, fifty-year-old woman. Yes, it's harsh. I, I, it looked like something one of the moms on like Gossip Girl would wear, or like Anna Wintour would wear that. Yeah, it and was, then oh, she sorry. had like the the center part, and mm-hmm. her hair's kind of covering her ears, and she had those big giant earrings. It yes, just felt it was, very like she's not fifty, guys. It was a very like sharp and harsh look. Yes, like, everything was very like pointy and angles and yes. that, like it just made it yeah all it, hard edges and yeah she should have been walking a runway hard edges that, yes that's that's a good way to put it yeah that's what i was trying to say <laughs> um, yeah but yeah so it's like i didn't necessarily hate it right but, yeah because she pulls it off mm-hmm. yeah but again like for a job at an ad agency yeah it just didn't seem appropriate for appropriate's not the right word but yeah to me, it didn't, didn't feel fitting. very young. Yeah, and it didn't seem young and fitting. Yeah, but yeah, even though, like you said, she pulls it off. Yeah. Anyhow, um, so Emery comes into work in a like a whirlwind mm-hmm. because he's obviously upset at Eileen, and he is a little jerk yeah. to Layla. He gives her the brush off yeah. and the cold shoulder the whole day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she walks in and she senses it right away. So then she uh-huh. she recovers and is like, "Okay, I just need you to sign this." Yeah. Um, which, you know, good for her. Yes. But still jarring because she's sitting here like thinking they're both going to be kind of floating on cloud nine and maybe have something to talk about. And it's yeah. like he's all How much business. would that suck? Oh, yeah. A guy flirts with you repeatedly over however long it's been that he's been doing this crap. Mm-hmm. Kisses you. Yeah. Finally does something about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And then the next day ignores you. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, and then I said, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about this. 
I forgot that Anil had the eye issue first. Yeah, I put this is the beginning of the conjunctivitis Poor season. Guy, yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot that it happened to him because we all remember it seemed to last longer with John because he actually had to go have like a procedure done. Right. So it lasts for more episodes with him later on. But but it started with JJ. Poor JJ. Poor Anil. Like I feel yeah. so bad. Yeah. Because that was a real thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That wasn't written in. Mm-mm. He actually had conjunctivitis. Oh, and so. then I wrote, did he give it to John? <laughs> Maybe. It's super well, cause contagious he, too. And he demet and John would, ha- you know, were mm-hmm. hanging out a lot outside of work. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, I yeah, yeah I just feel bad because it's like, ugh, It that, looks really painful. It looks painful and he still has to work. Clearly, yeah. they weren't just writing him out for a couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. We have a whole kind of progression of stuff. JJ and Doren scream at each other mm-hmm. about coffee. Uh, and he tells her that she's going to have bone loss. Mm-hmm. And then she just yells back at him continuously. Um, and then Duran, uh, through gritted teeth, announces Sonam's promotion. promotion. Yay, Sonam. Everyone claps. Yes. And then John leaves. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Sonam's like, where are you going? John Bay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Duran's like, excuse you, he's the boss. Yeah. Basically, he can do whatever he wants without you asking him mm-hmm. rudely what what he's doing and where he's going. That's none of your business, son M. Uh-huh. She gets so mad. <laughs> but I love when she asks him because he's like, I have things to do, son M. Uh-huh. And she goes, But isn't this your job here? What else could you possibly have to do? And he's like, kind of smiles and he's like, other kinds of things, son M. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, anyway, so and then poor JJ wants a promotion. I feel I so bad for him because I'm like, well, he's technically been there longer. He has. And, and he I goes he calls her Deroche. Uh-huh. That must be like a cutesy pet name thing because um, Melosh, Melosh, Nevkosh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's like just a, a cutesy way to Yeah. That doesn't work with us though. What would I call you? Ashlosh. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, I was like, that must just be like a cute, familiar yes. thing. Um, but I will give, I have to give JJ props. Like, he never is bitter about the fact that Son Nam gets from, I mean, he wants promotions and stuff for himself, but he's still always really happy he's for Son He's always really happy and proud of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's such a good friend. I know. He really is, you guys. We say this all the time, but he is so, he's a really good friend. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was it was cute though how he cute. asks her. He's like, "Are there a- any other changes of position? Maybe one is you- it hard to say in public? Uh-huh. You can tell it now. Raise me up, Duran." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Son M's voice is of course trying to talk crazy to her while she's getting tea at the station. Like, oh, why did he leave like that? He didn't tell you where he was going. Uh-huh. He's, and she's you know she's kind of arguing with it. And then she gets a text message. And she gets a text message. It says, <laughs> I'm waiting for you in the parking lot. Make mm-hmm. an excuse and leave. Yep. And she, like, shows it to her inner voice and is like, mm-hmm, <laughs> see? Crazy girl. And she so, meets him in the parking lot. Yep, rendezvous in the parking lot. While she's doing that, quickly, Duran arranges lunch for her and JJ and Gulis to have together, which uh-huh. is so out of character for her. The two of them are like, what is she doing? Yeah. Because like, she's like... We never have lunch together. I'm having lunch brought in for us. We're going to hang out. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's because she wants to try to dig for information. Yes. But it's just, she's she's being crazy and I they know. know it. 
And then jo- John in the parking lot, I said he does the grab and swing. Mm-hmm. He like comes up behind her and grabs her and swings her around. And then does these like neck and cheek kisses. And oh my gosh. Yeah. They're just so dang cute. They're so cute. Yeah. So he, he tells her, I was afraid I couldn't control myself and would hug you in front of everyone. Uh-huh. So she's like, oh, so are we going to meet in the parking lot all the time? And he said, well, there are more parking lots out there than here <laughs> with a beautiful vista and nature. We can also meet in those ones. So she says, stop teasing me. He says, okay, let's go then. Come. She says, where? He says, surprise, my sweet love. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, lover. And then they leave. They leave. And then we're at lunch. Uh-huh. Doran's trying to fish gossip and information out of them. Yes. And it ends up being circular because, you know, JJ's being tight-lipped. Right. And he's like, well, I only knew – I only heard things because Gulise came to me and was saying things. But Gulise is like, well, Duran, I only knew anything because I, heard I overheard you, you in your office. Mm-hmm. So it all circles back to Duran. Yeah. And nothing actually gets revealed or – Right. You know. And JJ barely catches himself from revealing that he saw them kiss in the forest. Yes. And then he runs for his life. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we get truck conversation part three. Yes. Uh, they're parked at the house at John's house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Before they get out. Mm-hmm. And he says, finally, we're alone. She says, alone? He says, well, it wasn't easy for us to get this far, right? I mean, we suffered a lot. <laughs> that friendship thing. We we kept stretching it more and more. I thought it wasn't going to end. Again, I say, John Bay, that was all you were doing. Uh-huh. If you had just kissed her in that dang elevator at the end of 18, you wouldn't have stretched this whole friendship thing yep. out. You would have been here a lot sooner, buddy. Uh-huh. And she says, I, and then Sonam responds, I mean, this lover thing also happened fast. Mm-hmm. We were friends back then. I mean, yes, we had a rough time, but we were friends. He says, yes. And she says, now we're lovers. And he says, my sweet lover. And she kind of like turns her head and looks back (laughs) at him. And he says, I'll tell you something. I understand that you don't want your parents to know about it. I get it. I mean, and she says, for now. He says, yes, for now. And I really respect that. And you don't want people in the agency to know about this either. That's okay. I also understand that. But if we keep going on like this, even we won't realize we're not lovers. Maybe we should realize it already. <laughs> Maybe we should realize that we're together and act accordingly. <laughs> and he says, I want to talk to you as I like without acting or pretending in front of everyone, Son M. I want you to hear my heart. I want to hear your heart. I'm madly in love with you, Son M. And she says, I'm madly in love with you too. And then they kind of glance at each other for a bit. And she says, so now should we start being lovers? And he goes, three, two, one, then? And she goes, begin. (laughs) (laughs) And they get out of the car and go in the house. (laughs) And then last night, I was, Ashley put me on Twitter restrictions. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, because we we switched to the Mahale. Oh, okay. I didn't write any of this down so you can. Well, and just, I'm not really going to go into it. Yeah. But just as a quick, what's going on in the Mahale Mm -hmm. this episode, um, the director comes. Because he wants to shoot some scenes. Right. He needs a Mahale to shoot some scenes in for Osman's show that he's in now. So, of course, Osman's giving him the tour of uh-huh. his Mahale. Yeah. And that's basically it. Is they, they're they trying to shoot scenes there, but the neighborhood is too nosy and they don't. Muzo's stupid. They're clapping and Muzo's an idiot. Um, 
and they keep interrupting and it's just a disaster. So yeah. that's basically what's You're going right. on. And Isoon is cringy. Of course. Inserting um, herself. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's the Mahale. So back to the important thing. Okay. So then so, I started tweeting this part last night. Because yeah, because we have an adorable cooking scene. Yes. And John's like, oh, here, let me get you an apron. You look so chic today. I wouldn't it's want you to ruin your outfit. so cute with them cutting their vegetables and he's constantly around her. And he's- Although Sanem's knife skills really scare me. I know. <laughs> Girlfriend needs to be careful. And then he blows in her watery onion eyes. Oh, to try to like keep her tears from going. He like uh-huh. tears her on so the cheek. Wiping and- her cheeks. Uh-huh. And they're laughing and dancing. And yes. It's very cute. So cute. And then, of course, the food is it gets ruined. completely burned because Sanem cooked it. Yeah. She's like, oh, we danced too much oh no oh no it's ruined (laughs) now we'll starve and he's like maybe not and then the doorbell rings the doorbell rings okay you guys we call this pizza gate because clearly these were props it's an atrocity though but clearly these were empty boxes until they were eating but (laughs) John Devitt has clearly never ordered pizza in his life yes I had to I had to stop Kristen I because she was that. tweeting this entire scene. <laughs> I'm so like, excuse funny. you. We're not going to have anything left for the podcast if you keep <laughs> tweeting all of your oh thoughts. Oh, my gosh. And by the time you guys are hearing this, this will have been almost two weeks ago. So I'll see <laughs> yeah. if I can dig and I'll retweet this the day we drop this episode. Yeah. Because I made gifts of every single way that he manhandles those pizza boxes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's he's holding ridiculous. them sideways. He's shaking them. He's he's leaning on them. He, And then somehow, after they have this very adorable moment where he's like, no, it wasn't that I doubted your cooking skills. I just wanted us to have variety and things to pick from. He's uh-huh. trying to be very gentle with her. Uh-huh. You know, I just wanted us to have variety and be able to enjoy all this food together. And uh-huh. so they kind of finally settle on, let's go in the living room and start the movie. And... And I put somehow, in some magical way, after all of this. The pizza came out unscathed. Just like a tiny dryer dries your clothes in six (laughs) minutes, the same magic must have been used to keep this pizza intact. So your clothes dry in six minutes. You miraculously miraculously heal heal in two days after using a cane and a neck brace. Overnight. Not even two (laughs) days. Remember we discovered it was just overnight. That's right. And you can throw a pizza clear across the room if you feel like it, uh-huh. and nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Why can't we all live in the miraculous Turkish world <laughs> that these people live in? I oh. want to be able to throw a pizza oh my and gosh. manhandle it and flip it around and yeah. hold it vertically and do whatever I want and with it, and nothing happens. Yep. Use it as a pointer, pointer stick. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, yeah, they sit down. Did you get this? Uh, Where he's, like, feeding her and stuff? I did. But b- before that, there's one thing, and I, I need to find it. <laughs> but I laughed because my husband has totally done this same thing. Oh, my gosh. And ages ago, I tweeted about it, and now I'm not going to be able to, to find, find it. it. Of course. But... He's John is teasing Sonam mm-hmm. with and it's the whole pizza thing. And she's like she gets irritated and she's like she's like, You're messing with me. You're literally messing with me right now. I can't believe it. And he goes, I also can't believe it. I can't believe how lovely you look. I really can't. <laughs> 
My husband has totally done that same thing. Oh my god! Where I'm like, "What are you doing? What's wrong with you?" Or I'm all irritated with him, and he's like, and he looks at me and he's like, "Have I told you today how beautiful you oh are?" Oh my gosh! Jason does the same thing. <laughs> he like because my, you know, I I'm pretty lucky. I don't have a any of my. I mean, really, any of my quote complaints in regards to my husband are just dumb little petty things like. Because we're all human. Right. Like, he just has this terrible habit of it doesn't seem to matter if there's, like, a plate or paper towels or a TV tray. Somehow, like, food particles wind up on the couch when he eats on the couch. Even though I'm like, how? There's a plate and napkins and a TV tray, yet somehow this stuff winds up. So when I'll, if I'll walk out and see him eating something, I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you eating that again over the couch? Are you that? And he's like, he's like. He's like, I love you. You're hot. And like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, no, don't flirt your way out of this. I don't want to be vacuuming up crumbs. And he's like, but you're so lovely. You're so beautiful. You're th-. yeah, <laughs> like so oh typical. Mm-hmm. So typical. Typical men. And then we can't even be mad about it. I know because what am I supposed to say? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not beautiful. I'm not hot. <laughs> Be quiet. I'm ugly. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I cannot find this dang tweet. Or he's just like, well, if you didn't make such delicious food, I'm like, okay, so it's my, you're complimenting my cooking skills, but at the same time blaming me for the fact that. Yep. You're just getting crumbs all over the place. Oy vey. Anyhow, are you finding it? No. Okay, we'll keep looking. We'll get back. If, keep searching. I'll keep talking. I'm not going to be able to find it. So this is... they sit down on the couch and these pizza boxes are wide open and there are no toppings anywhere but on top of the pizza. Uh-huh. Miraculously. Miraculously. And he says, so we'll, because she's like, oh, I'll go get plates. He's like, no, no, no. We'll eat it from the box like this. He's like, come, come here. We'll eat primitively. I mean, you know, those lazy couples that forgot that forget the whole world because of their love. And then he like feeds her a piece of pizza. He's like, like that. She says, oh, is that how couples eat pizza? He goes, I mean, for days, two lovers standing side by side on the same couch or on the same bed. They don't care about the things that are happening outside. With that feeling, I guess. And she goes, I get it. And she smiles. And she says, you know what? I have never had a boyfriend before I met you. And he kind of, he doesn't say anything. He he just kind of sits there and is kind of has this um, contemplative look on his face. Uh-huh. And he smiles. He says, really? He's like, that is good news. I'm surprised, but I'm also very happy. She says, you're surprised? I'm just like, oh, well, of course, you must have had many girlfriends back then. And he says, he kind of looks away a little shyly and he says, no one but you was able to reach into the depths of my heart, though. And he says, so are you saying that I'm your first love? She shakes her head. He says, you're my first love, too. I mean, true love comes once in a lifetime, doesn't it? And I think poor Sonam's, like, so overwhelmed. She's like, um, I should probably start the movie now. <laughs> and they watch the movie. Um, and it's cute. Yes. It's, a, it's just very cute. It's too much adorableness. Too much. And then we flash, oh, we flash back to the agency for a little bit. Because 
who's there? Jada. And I said, even Gulis is like, why is the CEO out running personal errands? Uh-huh. So it's like people are realizing this is not typical. What the heck is she always doing here? And Doren's trying to get a hold of John because Jada wants to see him. And it's a little crazy. And then, of course, Doren's like, and where the heck is Son M? And JJ. <laughs> JJ makes up this excuse. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's telling her that not only does she have stomach issues, she has diarrhea. She has diarrhea. And he starts making and he, noises. He makes the noises, you guys. So gross. And even Duran's and, like, and like, oh, stop. It's too much. It's disgusting. Oh <laughs> I could not stop laughing because just the fact that he makes up diarrhea is one thing. Yes. But when he's like, it's bad. <laughs> like making the squirting oh, noises with his mouth so nasty so, so gross nasty. oh my god Dren's like you're giving too much information and it's disgusting <laughs> so funny though tell Sonem to come here right now <laughs> and so we flash back to the house Sonem's yes. crying at the end of the movie because she's like it's so stupid the way it ended those two loved each other and yeah. blah 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 and so obviously it was not a happy ending right and and John's like well let's pr-. he's like well, let's learn from them, shall we? She's like, yes, we should. And they basically promise to never be like that couple, which, spoiler alert, guys, <laughs> they break they that are. promise. They are that couple. <laughs> Not this episode, but it's coming. Yeah. So I kind of laugh at that because I'm like, oh, Lord. And even the first time I saw this, when they do that, I was like, this You're is like, a clear. Why pre- are they talking mm-hmm. about this This is a clear premonition that they're going to do exactly what this couple did at yeah. some point. Yeah. So their little date's interrupted. Because Son M realizes her phone's been on silent. She has like 50 missed calls from JJ, 30 right. from Duran. Right. All this craziness. So she calls JJ back mm-hmm. and he's like, well, you shouldn't come in anymore because I told them you were in the hospital oh. with diarrhea. <laughs> and she's like, really? You couldn't have thought of a different excuse? <laughs> Which I appreciated. And then. But the other part of me is like, well, beggars can't be choosers. You ditched work to go be with yeah, your boyfriend. Yeah, you played so. hooky. You're supposed to be at work right mm-hmm. now. So, so whatever, whatever excuse your friend came up with, you got to deal yeah, with. Yeah, he still covered for you. Mm-hmm. Better than you getting fired. Yep. Uh, and then John. Calls Duren back. Because right. Because Jada's been looking for him. Mm-hmm. So they basically um, decide to hit the pause button. We'll yeah. continue this later tonight. You think of a way to be able to get out of your house and we're we're gonna hang out in stargaze we'll go to the we'll yes. go to the chalet as it's called in this episode i know the so funny so they get back to work jada invites him to go out tonight again to hang out with mr mckinnon i loved this oh this was so good oh, so satisfying because he's like i put uh jada wants him to go with her to meet mckinnon since he ditched last night i was like but your boy is busy with his woman get a clue and he basically yeah. was like Sorry, I can't. I have another meeting tonight. And she's like, Yeah. He just says, I'm not available tonight. But John. She's like, like What do you mean? Mm-hmm. He says, I have something important to do tonight. I I can't cancel it. And even Emre's like, John, what do you mm-hmm. like? What? And she, what a brat she is. Oh, I know. She's like, John, I, I arranged this meeting just because you wanted it so much. And actually, this man that's is not- really, really busy. He tried to open a place for us in his schedule. And he's like, I get it, Jada. I'm sorry. And thank you for that. Mm -hmm. But it's important. I mean, I can't cancel it. It's a promise that I gave before. Uh But the thing is, too, yes, he said, oh, my gosh, that guy's my idol when she first told John about him. John never was like, 
oh, please arrange a meeting uh-huh. and a dinner and a hangout. Like, no, he was probably just fine meeting him at the launch party like he did. Yep. He never asked for any of the rest of it. Yeah. So. And even. Delusional Jada. And she's such a snot that I think it's earlier when she tells John about the meeting. Mm-hmm. Duran is like, oh, when are we going? And she's like. No, me, John, and McKinnon. Uh-huh. Like, it's the three of us. Right. You're not invited. Uh-huh. She's, like, she yep. plays the mean girl really oh, yeah. well here. Well, and even when she's, like, tells him, like, well, I arranged this, but whatever. Uh-huh. To John. Yes. Yep. That's mm-hmm. what she says. She says, I'll tell Max. I'll say some other time, but whatever. That's why I came here. I have things to do. See you. Well, nobody And he's, told like, you fine, to see you. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> told you to hang out there all day like a lost puppy. Uh-huh. To wait in his in my office for me. When he clearly wasn't taking your calls. Yeah. Patheticsville Stop population that. one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Patheticsville population Jada. So and then Emery and Duran are like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. And then they just walk away. So because John is like, all right, I'll walk you out. Yeah. Like, apparently you're upset mm-hmm. and I could not care less. Mm-hmm. So that was a very satisfying moment. Yes. So then Layla, everyone's getting ready to leave work. It's near the end of the day. Yes. And at first I was like, oh, good. She's about to walk in and give him a piece of her mind. It sure started out to look that way. It did because she looks very determined. Yeah. This is literally what I wrote down. I wrote, oh, good. Layla's going to give him a piece of her mind because we don't put up with hot and cold. And then I wrote, oh, just kidding. (laughs) She just emotionally confronts him instead. (laughs) I put Layla, drop his sorry Uh butt. (laughs) Seriously. Because, you know, she basically, which, you know, I'll give to her credit. She It takes a lot of guts to still lay it all out there. Like, I've liked you for years. I've had these feelings. Yes. I've always kept them in check because I never thought you felt the same way. Right. But then last night, I actually thought something was happening. Mm-hmm. And, and you misled me, basically. But, uh-huh. Yeah. And, but clearly, I was overly emotional and exaggerated what happened. So I'll file those away and I'll forget about it and I'll never and bring it up again. I won't bother you anymore. Yes. Yep. And I'm like, well... Honestly, like, I don't want them together. I don't want either of them, you know. But I'm proud of her in that moment yes. for at least saying, like, fine. I, I've said my piece and yep. I will file that away now. Yep. And, and I'll leave you alone and mm-hmm. this is done. Yep. So don't worry about it. Yep. I'm over it mm-hmm. and you don't have to stress about me coming after you or whatever. Right. Or begging you to take me. Right. And he's So like, at least she has the pride enough right. to not continue after him even right. though he clearly is not interested. Right. So – yeah, Jada could use a little bit of that. Uh-huh. So he she turns to walk out and he's like, Layla, and he like grabs her hand. He like, please let me explain. He explains how I thought we were moving too fast and this and that. And so I just, you know, basically makes an excuse. And I said, Yes, because why just say what you're thinking when you can be cold and dodgy instead? Exactly. Like, okay, you told her this now. What was the problem with telling her that this morning? Yeah. Hey, I felt like I maybe jumped the gun a little and I got things moving too uh-huh. quickly between us. But I'm really sorry. Right. This isn't probably the best idea. Right. But instead, he's like, he basically tells her, but I don't want to upset you like this and I'll never upset you again. And then kisses her. Yeah. And then, of course, she's like and I- shocked and excited. <laughs> well, right before he does that. He touches her face uh-huh. <laughs> and I put his hand is so weird on her face. <laughs> I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it is really awkward mm-hmm. to me. And it's like, have you never touched a girl on her face before? Mm-hmm. Like it looks like all stiff and weird. Well, their chemistry just isn't 
there's just not the same chemistry there between the two of them. And I put kiss between two people I hate. Super. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Hello. Why? I mean, we're getting a lot of John M stuff this episode, but I still would have preferred that fine to go towards another John M. Amen. Why is so, Emre the only freaking person who gets any action on this show? I know. And I hate him. So I guess he, I don't hate Layla, but still, yeah. whatever. But we don't love her. So, Ugh. yeah, kiss. She's surprised. Kiss that nobody wanted. She's shocked and surprised. Well, Layla wanted it. And Look, any of you lay people out there, I'm really sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not going to yuck your yum, but it's just not. Hey, it's I not was. mine. I. I was a I jumped on the Layam train for a while where I was like yes he, I, not till later but it was like yes I'm here for it like you know whatever but then I just realized no because it really boils down to it you're still both kind of selfish people so I'm more like neutral like I'm really interested to see how I feel as we continue. as we keep watching mm-hmm. um, the second time around yeah I just wound up more like neutral like I did not care to see any progression in their story right um and but. And the only time it really made me angry is when I felt like it was doing anything to take away from, like, John M. stuff. Right. But there are people who are firmly in the hate, in the hate mm-hmm. uh, team. Category. Category. Yeah. And then there's the people who are, like, all about Oh, Lay-Am. they're totally Lamb yeah, shippers out there. there are some Lamb shippers out there. So, again, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I don't make you too mad with all of my angry <laughs> I will say this. No matter what, whether I hated them, whether I've been neutral about them. There is something about the way he says her name. I don't know why. I love the way Brand yeah, always love says that. Layla. And even when he tells her right now, when she's like, Emre Bay, and he like looks at her and he's like, Emre. Like, and he tells her to call him Emre. I don't know why. I yeah. I like when those things happen, even Does though I'm not. for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, like, I want, I want to, I hate your face and I want to smash it. I just attribute those things to Brand. So anyhow so they're together now apparently i guess yeah and then we have sun m having girl talk with ihan gushing over john the date they had earlier the date they're going to continue later and she needs her help you know can you tell my mom we're going to the cinema together yeah he's gonna take me to the chalet we're gonna stargaze yeah you know it's all ihan is helping her yes with all of that yes and then Ihan uh, reels JJ into it mm-hmm. because she's like, "All right, we need, we need to be out watching mm-hmm. a movie because that's where Sanam is gonna Sanam is gonna tell her parents." Right. Um. So then we have more sister talk. Mm-hmm. Um. They basically just confide again in each other, right? Like, yeah. You know, she tells she's going to the hut tonight. She yes. talks about how Emery kissed her. That's right. And. It's just it's just cute sister time. Yes, they're happy for each other. Then I said we get truck conversation part four, comedy edition, because this is when it's when Sun M finally sneaks out. Oh, yeah, in the truck so they can go to the chalet. And um, oh, I didn't actually take screenshots of this. I just thought it was funny because he's like, I feel like I'm a teenager again, like sneaking around, and it makes this makes me feel young. And because yeah, she's like getting in, and that's right, yeah, kind of ducking down and. He makes a comment about how flexible yeah. she is, and I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> and she yeah. tells him, oh, mom decided to give me to Ihan. Ihan's going to Legally, me. And yeah. he's like, oh, thank God, because now we'll just have to ask her permission for everything <laughs> yeah. instead. That'll be a lot easier. It was a cute conversation. It was very cute. They were so playful. Yes, it was very playful. That's yeah. a good word for it. 
So they, you know, they eventually leave the Mahale and yeah. they Takes her to get the hut to the hut. And I for said, her surprise. it's Swoonami time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because <gasps> he like, ha- you know, he, he's like, has his hands over her eyes and he's like, okay, keep your eyes closed. Count down from five. She counts down. He turns on the sparkly lights and it's oh all twinkle gosh. lights and blankets and getting ready for a fire to be built and it's just all lovely uh-huh and she's like so many kisses it looks like a dream and he's like got his arms around her and he's constantly kissing her cheek or her neck or her head uh-huh on top of her hair and he's like you look like a dream yes and kisses her again I, w- I wonder how much this episode cost because it was worth every penny it really was and i would have gladly contributed if absolutely they needed it. Take all my money. All if, if my every money. episode. Were, oh my gosh, we would probably die. I know it. We was would so, die of swoon. Everything was just so sweet, and again, like you said, like so familiar. Mm-hmm. It just was so natural. Uh huh. Even beyond good acting, like it just. It yeah. was it exactly familiar and natural. Those are perfect ways to describe it. And he he's got he's sausage a- for her. <laughs> Does he? Sorry, I did not. Mean- Does he, Ashley? <laughs> I mean, he got food for her, <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> he and mulled sure wine, fed. and mulled wine, and then he's like, "Okay, you gotta, you gotta be careful with this. You know, mm-hmm. it's it'll basically like it'll sneak up on you. It's still pretty strong, right? Because it's sweet. Because there's cinnamon and cloves right. and all this stuff in it. And she's like, "Oh, are you afraid if I get drunk that I'll kiss you?" And he goes, "Does Do it I look, look like, like I'm afraid at all?" Huh? <laughs> I love it. This whole thing was so cute. Cause it he, is. He's like, "Are you cold?" Because I am. And he says, "I feel warmer around you." And then she ruins the moment. Because of her phone. Because she's like, oh, I gotta I gotta keep my phone charged. Yeah. In case they need to get a hold of me. So she goes and plugs it in. But then at that point, he takes, doesn't that, when he takes the opportunity to go put on that song. Yep. And they dance. And they dance. And it's so cute. And the song, I'll put it in the episode notes. I shazammed it last oh, night. Oh, see, I didn't. Good. And it's called A Vida by Lars Luis Linek. So I'll, I'll put the spelling and everything in the episode notes. Okay. It's on Spotify. I checked. And I listened to it last night. I was like, oh, again, I don't understand this, but it's a very pretty song. So, yeah, they're dancing. It's very sweet. The, just this whole hut scene, there's just I constant, know. like, the way he either is touching her. That's when I made my note of John is so tactile. Yeah. Like, he just, he can't not touch her. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's the cutest thing. That, yeah, that the way he is with her is the living embodiment of when someone says, like, there's like something pulling me toward because like you know emory says that to layla a few times like there's just something pulling me towards you but no that's not john is like the embodiment of there is something pulling me towards you i have to be near you i have to be touching you Mm -hmm. i have to feel close to you Uh uh-huh and it's in the sweetest like most adorable way yeah oh that's so cute i love it (sighs) and then while they're dancing we pan over and we have ihan and jj they're freezing in the park. They're freezing in the park on their cinema date. And they end up buying like roasted chestnuts or something because the yeah. cart comes by. Yeah. And they're just – it is cute to get to see them like out together. Yes. You know, doing something and talking and – Yeah. Um, 
And then Mevkabe kicked Nihat to the he's, couch. Yeah, yep. he's in the doghouse. Um, Shocking, because so. he has been since, what, like, episode 18 or 19? Yeah. Like, this has been going on and on and yeah. on. Whatever. Oh, so we go back to John M. Uh-huh. And this is – and I had noticed somebody replied on Twitter mm-hmm. um, correcting me. And they were yes, – and this Moran. is the proof. Moran. Yes, mm-hmm. because it was the hut that he yes. was going to sell. So I like, was wrong. That's when she says – I'm so She's glad like, I'm you so glad you didn't sell it. Sell it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. Yes. So, Thank you, Moran. Uh huh. I think someone else pointed it out too. There were a couple people. Yeah, that I don't remember know, it but... being Moran's that I saw. It might have been somebody else. Yeah, I think you um, saw. Yeah. And then he brings out the telescope for her, which she thought was a ghost because there was a sheet on it when he. I know. It's so out. funny. Well, because the power goes out, and he's like, "Actually, that's perfect timing." And yeah, goes and gets yep. the telescope so they can stargaze together. Yes. And, and I put this too much. And I, I know. <laughs> well, just so and that's cute. when I wrote, "He knows how to feed his woman," because she's like, when he's cooking, and she's like, "Well, I want it in on a sandwich. I want it on bread." He's kind of like, yep, I figured. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, he knows how to feed his woman. Although I said, all I can picture now is Yaman's Instagram video at the Yaman barbecue <laughs> that he posted. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> Anyhow, power's out. Perfect timing for stargazing. Yes. And of course, there's hair kissing and hand kissing. And they talk about the good and bad luck of counting stars. Yes. And she's he like. He talks about Venus, the mm-hmm. goddess of love and beauty. And he tells her how beautiful she, she is. It's – Yeah. It's it's just really – Yeah. It's really adorable. It's just and so romantic. Yeah. yeah. So they do that for a little bit and then they decide to get snuggled up in the blankets and have the mold wine. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, it smells delicious. He goes, but don't trust it smell that much. As I said, it's very effective. It may be a little strong. And she – flirty says like me mm-hmm. he says exactly like you i mean your smell managed to trick me i'm so so drunk on it now believe me i just can't get better and she says do you want to be sober and he says never <laughs> he goes, i might have sounded like that but no never and she says same here and she's like this place is really really beautiful i'm glad you're keeping it yeah a confirmation and then that's when he's like, well, I didn't need to get rid of it once Fabri gave his check back. And I really didn't want to anyway. Yeah. From now on, there's no way I'm selling it because you're here with me. And then he kisses her again. Yeah. So oh. so many kisses. It's so, yeah. It's so sweet. They're so, and a they're lot of so these, they're cute. just tiny, sweet kisses. But I know. They're just they're so, so cute. Thank you. Because again, it's like he can't help himself and he so has to. <laughs> me too. I love them. I just love them. Okay. So. We switch back to the Mahale Mm -hmm. with the most random thing to ever happen. Now, this, because I do have a theory, Mm -hmm. but this is my question of the week, actually. Because technically, we don't find out. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We never get an answer to this. Who the heck breaks in to their house? Was it really just a random burglar? Right. Was it? But- if it was like, a burglar, they're a bad burglar. They didn't. They didn't steal take anything. anything. Yeah, and only Mefkabe was the. It was only their room mm-hmm. who, who that got like broken into. Mm-hmm. Nihat, I don't know where he was, but right. he didn't notice right. or being be, on the or couch wasn't bothered right. by this thief. Layla was fine in her room. Mm-hmm. So, like, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> and. I, 
again, was this a situation where the end game of this was just for Niha and Mefkabe to get back together and right. for everything to, to be fine? Yeah, because that's what ends up happening. Right. But I don't again, know. Again, there are a lot of other ways this could have happened. Like in a normal way, in a normal relationship where the two of you talk and <laughs> and work it out, work it out. Like people who have been married for a long time yeah. too, especially uh-huh. might actually do. Uh huh. With two grown daughters, yeah, you wouldn't. You would think they would know how to handle conflict by then. Yep. If their marriage has been so happy mm-hmm. otherwise. Agreed. But anyway, I don't know. Do you? I I do have a theory. Mm-hmm. Do you have a theory? I do, but I I guess we shouldn't share it until we hear. Other I know. I know. Maybe, yeah, I guess we'll keep it under wraps. Yeah. Because we can, when we read off the question, when we read off people's answers, uh-huh. then we can talk about our theories. Like, oh, someone had the same theory as me. Or these people all had this theory, but my theory is this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they- I'll, I'll keep it under my hat. Okay. But same. I want to know what your guys' theory is. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was just off the cuff? Do you think it was a specific person? Mm-hmm. And if you do, who, who? do you think it was? Mm-hmm. What was the motive? Because I'm just like, this could be the most rando thing ever. Yeah. Especially because we really don't get any answers. Mm-hmm. So really, any of our theories, we can just pick one and be like, that's what it was. Totally. Because we never find out. Totally. Um, so. so then after that, then of course they're like, where's Son M? Right. Ihan, because they see Ihan. Yeah. And like, she's like, oh, she's got a stomach ache. She's in the bathroom. So yeah. they buy some time. But Layla's frantic. has got stomach issues this episode. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> so... I, yeah, Layla is trying to get a hold of her. Nobody can get a hold of her. So she calls Emre right. to find John because uh-huh. she's like, I know Sonam and John are together. Can you find John? Mm-hmm. So Emre's like, okay, no problem. And then he's like, oh, are you okay? A burglar broke in? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. And whatever. Even though Osman was already like, uh-huh. is everything okay? I'm here for you. I'm this, I'm that. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Not bitter. But I am. So Emery comes to find them, and then John is ticked. He's like, bravo, you ruined the whole atmosphere. Uh-huh. <laughs> so oh. Emery explains what happened, and right. Sanem calls home, and they tell her, right. oh, a thief broke in. And right. Layla's so like, home. you need to get back here. So uh, John takes her back. Uh, and then here we go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I I knew that <laughs> you knew I was going to be annoyed by this. Because continuity can Go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. So I soon sees John drops on Emma, of course, and she's already got her little mind rolling about, you know. Yeah. The... She's just a jerk. Right. But then she's there with stupid Isan. Mm-hmm. And he sees the truck driver and he's like, hey, that's the guy who took the store from me. Mind you, he recognized him in the dark from his truck, but he didn't recognize him standing in front of him at the library opening two yep. episodes ago. I was, yeah. I knew this was going to bug you especially. <laughs> I was like, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Osley. Because those were both your episodes. So you have no excuse right. now. But it's not, It's convenient for him to re- uh, right. remember because him it, right now. Right. Because then scene. it further supports Isoon's like yeah. nastiness. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> And Whatever. then I put, hopefully this is the end of Niha and Mefkabe nonsense. Yes, because I put, they finally make up, long overdue, blah, blah, blah. They're a bunch of children. Yeah. Who cares? Next day. Next day. <laughs> well, is it the next day? It's Or is it later it that It is night? the next day. It's the next day. Yeah. Brother chat? Yes. Did you get that? John and Emre. Because I, I love the things that John says. Because, of course, Emre tries to 
challenge him. Yes. Which, so, if he wasn't Emre, I would say, like, well, those are, you know, those are valid questions. If right. this were Akif or Metin asking him these questions, yeah. I would be totally like, well, these are valid questions. Yeah. Yes. Because John tells him that they're together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Emre's like, well, I thought you were friends. Mm-hmm. He says, yes. <laughs> he says yes to that, too. Mm-hmm. So Emre's like, brother, are you lovers or friends? Mm-hmm. He's like, dude. <laughs> Dude, here we go again. <laughs> In this matter, if you can't decide, if you always feel confused, mm-hmm. if you can't think it's straight, that means you're in love. Uh-huh. <laughs> he That's says, amore. Uh-huh. <laughs> says, got it. If someone comes one day and takes your heart away like this, you'll see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You'll understand. So Emery says, I do, I do. Look, Sanem is a good girl, a sweet girl, but. And John says, but what? But what, Emre? For God's sake, but what? What, have you ever seen good and sweet together in one person in this life? Tell me. Emery says, brother, look, there is a tomorrow of this thing. You're free-spirited. You'll get bored. Mm -hmm. And to that, I'm like, Emery, you've seen this developing for months now. Right. If he's not bored now. Right. You really think that he's quickly going to get bored of her? Yeah. It's and, been a, a while now. And if he was going to leave, he would have done so in 16 mm-hmm. when everything hit the fan. Exactly. Uh, he says, you'll throw yourself to the mountains, to the woods, and she'll be left behind you in a wreck. So John says, look. I love this. What I'm about to say might feel poetic, but this romantic side of mine is going to stay between us, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a little assertive. From now on, my mountain is Sanem. My forest is Sanem. And Emery says, wow. <laughs> he says, yes, she is. Got it. But you're right, by the way. I can really go away, go somewhere else. I agree with you. You have a point. But this time, I'll go I'll go with the most beautiful seatmate by my side. Mm-hmm. So he says, don't worry about this stuff. I'm telling you, my heart is beating. And he, like, makes a little sound. Uh-huh. And then, he, like, shoves, thump, thump, then thump. he shoves the sandwich in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he's like, eat this. And he, like, shoves the sandwich in Emery's mouth. I love that part. So, yeah. Oh, and then let's see. Um, Emery and Eileen meet. Emery and Eileen meet. Um, and I put, oh, shock. Eileen needs to talk to Emery again. And he goes right to her. Yeah. And then this freaking moron tells her how John M is not only back together, yeah. but how Son M's keeping it a secret. And so John's trying to keep quiet about it. And the way he's telling her, he's just being an idiot because he's not even telling her, like, in a, oh, here's some information you can use. He's no, just, he's just. Being like, having conversation, right? Be- yeah, because he's an idiot. Yeah, he's not even telling her in like a in a um, sneaky way. It's just like, yeah. well, this is going on and that's going on, but Sonam doesn't want her family to know, so we're keeping it on the DL right now, right? But of course, Eileen's going she's to do with that. that. What yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah, and ugh, it makes me so mad. Yeah, and yeah, I just wrote stupid idiot. I know, and then poor Sonam because JJ's they had water cooler talk earlier. Right. And he kind of tells her there's rumors going around about your promotion. Yeah, he says the agency is boiling with gossip. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, I do what I can to stop it. But when I walk by, they all start changing the subject and talking about something else. Yeah. Which, again, speaks to the kind of friend he is. Mm -hmm. Because clearly, if people are uncomfortable talking about your friend with you around, it means they know not only are you not going to participate, but you're going to call them out on it. Yep. So he's like, I'm doing what I can, but they all quickly change the subject whenever I'm around. Right. But so, he's such a good friend. Yes. And then even Duren comes in and kind of tells her like, okay, I understand you had stomach issues and this and that, but you can't just come and go as you please, especially now that you're a script writer, you need to act like it. 
and kind of gives her a little stern talking to. Yeah. So that mixed with the knowledge of these rumors, she's just really nervous and anxious now because she's like, I don't want people to think I didn't earn this. And she even winds up talking to John about it mm-hmm. because she's like, uh, you didn't give this to me because we're together, right? Like, right. I want to have earned this. And he's like, of course I didn't. You were he's talented. Like, That's ridiculous. This. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He, you know, but she's like, okay, but it still doesn't change the fact that people are saying this. And he's like, well, let's go out and tell them right now. Let's go tell them you got this promotion on your own merit and let's tell them we're together. But that has nothing to do with it. Right. And that's when she's like, but I still need to talk to my mom. We can't tell them before I tell my mom. And that's where I'm like, come on, son M, step up then. Right. Like, go tell your mom. Right. Like, she she already has been, like, suspicious. And you guys have even had a little heart-to-heart over, like, your yes. feelings for him and stuff. Like, just go freaking tell her what's going on. Yeah. And everybody saw you guys in the library. Right. Like, people aren't going to be that surprised. Right. Just, just be upfront about just it. Just be upfront and go tell your family. And, you know, anyway, so she's kind of like. I need to, you know, I need to go get back to work. And he's like, well, maybe you need some fresh air. Let's go meet and leave. And, of course, she kind of mumbles under her breath as she's walking out like, well, he tells me we're going to go. Of course I'm going to go with him. I'm going to do it. Even though it's probably not a good idea. because." And Duran was just scolding her again for being a flake. Exactly. That's what I said. So I'm like, yeah, but she clearly knows herself and is like, but I'm going to go wherever he tells me to. And I said, and we get the very obvious and classic head tilt as she leaves. Uh He, like pushes his chair out so he can like really see her walk uh-huh. out of there yep and then we are in the park yes uh yeah and during all this we switch back to the Mahale a couple times oh. and Niha and Mevkabe beat the crap out of Isun and Isan because oh, they're being they're jerks talking crap and they're talking mm-hmm. crap about the girls that's right so I was like ready for this episode to be done. Last yeah, night, yeah, so yeah. I started fast forward. Yeah. That. So that, that's what happened. Yeah. But yes, no, you're right. in the park. Yes. Um, Eileen followed them, of course. Yes, of course. We still don't know exactly. I mean, clearly she starts taking pictures of them because they're strolling together. They're they're wrapped around each other. John's right. holding her hands. He's kissing her fingers. He's being very sweet. Yes. And encouraging to her and just trying to make her feel better. So she starts taking pictures. So it's like, all right, clearly you have. You're either going to show these to someone, right. use them as blackmail, something. Right. Because she'll always find a way to use this stuff to her advantage. And John is trying to comfort Sanaim. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can tell you're stressed and you're worried. Yeah. Um, but because she's like, yeah, I'm not used to these things. I feel like I'm drowning. Mm-hmm. I feel terrible because I'm lying to my mother. Again, so he's like, stop lying to her. Yeah. So he's like, okay, then we'll start with your mother and we'll talk to her together if you want. I love that he offers to go with her. I know. And she's like, no, I can handle it. I won't lie to her anymore. Yesterday was like a dream, but ended as a nightmare. Mm -hmm. What's happening at the agency, my mother will learn about before I tell her. And I need to just tell her as soon as possible. So um, she's like, well, what do I I tell her? (laughs) And he says, you can tell her that we fell in love with each other madly. You can tell them John loves me so much. And I also love you so much. And that's – it's a really cute ending. It is a very cute ending. So that's, you know, obviously they're resolved right. to tell her parents. She's resolved to tell her parents. Right. Hopefully that happens. Right. We will see. <laughs> um, and Eileen has gotten some um, some pictures of the two right. of them canoodling. Right. It's not clear exactly what she plans to do with them yet. But right. just having pictures of the two of them in a situation like that is going to be to her advantage yeah. since nobody knows yet. Right. And um, she obviously has... 
nefarious reasons for doing right, such a thing. Right, because she's Eileen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. So that's 23. All in all, even though obviously it ends on a somewhat stressful note. Because yeah, it's a like, little bit mm, tainted. Yeah, but overall the whole episode, we just, we get so many good, so many good John M moments. We do. Obviously, so as we've already cute. gushed over them. Um, now, I'm kind of excited because from here on out. Um, these episodes, I'm entering into episodes that I've only watched once, like with subs, maybe. Yeah. That's so it's like 20, 24 kinda, through 30. I, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm sure I could tell you the gist of what happened. Right. But I can't tell you like, oh, 24, this, this, and this happens. 25, this, this, and this. They're a little foggy for They're me. They're more foggy. Mm-hmm. And once we hit the 30s, like I said, some of these I'll be watching subbed for the very first time. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm kind of excited the territory that we're entering into now. Yes. I'm really interested to see how our opinions yeah. change, uh-huh. don't change. Yep. Depending on how things, yeah, yeah. like af- after it being the second time around. Mm-hmm. And it not being the immediate sense of seeing it for the first time right. and reacting with your initial gut reaction uh-huh. of, being upset or happy or whatever yeah well so. and that's i'm i'm excited i'm glad we recorded um 40 and 51 specifically yes with our, our first reaction our first reaction just watching it uh-huh. because it will be really cool to see like once we sit down and watch it subbed uh-huh. and you know as we're watching in sequence in consecutive yes yes like, yes, just yes. to see like yeah are we gonna have some of the same thoughts mm-hmm. are we you know because i'm i am nearly positive I have not watched 40 with subs. I've only watched it live. Oh. Because by then we were doing the podcast. So we were watching the live episode and we're having to watch an old episode for the podcast. Oh. So there, I during those last several weeks, there's a lot of episodes I didn't watch subbed because we were we were already watching live. We were having to watch old episodes to take notes and, re- and then take the time to record for the podcast. I just have... There just yeah. wasn't the time in the week to necessarily add in another subbed episode. Yeah. A few of them, I just watched Miriam's summaries. Yes. And the other ones that I watched subbed were mostly summaries. Or so. it was like clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, we're entering fun territory here. Yeah. So. Should be good. Anyhow. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, who do you think know? the masked intruder was? Mm-hmm. I'm curious about – I'm curious about the theories out there. Yeah. And just for funsies, what was your favorite John M. moment of this particular episode? Yes. Share in the In the tsunami of swoon. Yes. That was this episode. There were so many great ones. So, so good. Anyhow, we'll uh, see you guys next week for 24. Yep. Um, again, social media, all that stuff is in the episode notes. Yep. Question of the week. And I will have the song information – for the song they danced to at the hut. We'll have that typed into the episode notes as well. Yep. So coming out with us on social media. And until next time. Go to shoes. Close to go.